We are not sports censor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Debate Amongst Friends. I am the Professor John Guiding. My co-host over here is Doc Leesner, the podcasting beast, and we're ready to provide you with another fun edition of sports news, analysis, and the reads. Doc, baseball, Astros, clickbait. That's what we're going to talk about to start off the show. (laughs) Uh, There was a press conference that happened a few days ago where uh, the owner of the Astros, uh, Jim Crane, Left the bad taste in people's mouths. And, you know, you think that would be bad enough. You know, we can go through the story and things like that. But then Rob Manfred, the commissioner of the MLB, just threw oil onto this fire with with trophy jokes and stuff. So to give you full circle, and I'm not going to go too much into it, the press conference was essentially uh, the Astros admitting that they cheated. Um, and essentially the aftermath of all this or the result of them coming forward saying that they cheated was no players would be punished. So they get away, slap on the wrist, uh, and all's right in the world for the Astros. Crane said, and I quote, in their opinion, that the cheating well, I'll paraphrase that. The stealing of signs didn't affect the outcome of any games. Mm. And then, not, not even a minute later, he said he didn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> so it became worse. But wait, there's more. <laughs> then Rob Manfred decide to get on the mic and say a really, really bad trophy joke. Like, that's just something you just don't do. You just don't don't make light of the situation. This is a sensitive subject for all baseball lovers. And even if you're a casual baseball fan, the fact that you know that a team cheated to win. And we've talked many a times about the Patriots and all the scandals they went through. The last thing you want to do as the shield of the league to crack a joke? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. And he's getting reamed, not just for the for the jokes, but uh, he was saying that the uh, Astros championship won't be uh, rescinded. It won't be taken away. So there will, no, there will not be any asterisks for the 2017 championship. He also implored to the teams to not punish the players. Uh, and, you know, we talked about this um, episodes ago about the unwritten rules of baseball. So we have the rule book for baseball. But then there's the unwritten rule of baseball, which has been going on since 1919 and even beyond. And he is asking the teams not to enforce these unwritten rules because I know, and Doc, you know, and they know it too, that... These Astro players or players who were involved in the scandals and probably play for other teams, they're going to be beamed quite a bit by almost every team 
especially those that have been highly impacted during these playoffs, th that particular playoffs. And the commissioner is imploring, nay say, maybe even begging, don't hurt the players. Don't do it. Please. Doc, floor is yours. What do you think? I think it's not going to be as bad as people think it's going to be. I'm sure in the beginning, maybe one or two, like some people who are really, really hurt, maybe. Dodgers, um, Yankees are the main right. team. So maybe teams that like, you know, really took it personal, like, okay. But ultimately, similar to when a, a, a basketball or a football game gets too chippy, the umpires are going to be really, really tight-fisted. And if you throw, even if it's by accident, if you throw a ball, a pitch and hit somebody, they'll probably be tossed immediately. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's yeah, they'll be tossed immediately. That's exactly what's He's going to have a meeting with the umpires prior mm -hmm. to the first game of the season. It's free training. Please forget about that. No one cares about spring training. The first game of the season, they say any balls – that is close to hitting a player on the Astros, anyone involved in this scandal, toss them. Set I don't the tone know about early. close. Set. I don't know about close. I don't know about close because, um, you know, a pitch is inside, it's inside. You know, I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. But, but I mean, you I, know. I think they're going to take a very oversensitive approach. And that's the part that I, I'm worried about. I don't think you should be worried. I think it's going to be – until the person's hit, because you think about it, that's a ball. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe the first, you know, if it's like over and over and over, like the same player over and over, maybe. But I doubt they start tossing people for inside pitches. Hey, the pitch is too inside, you know, maybe a warning, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you can't control where a pitcher's trying to place a pitch. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> No, so you're no, saying no. you want the you want the, have, you're the, saying that no. you want the pitcher. I'm not saying the pitchers don't have control. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> I was like, you're, you're, I was like, you're I, I don't know the pitchers don't have control you, the pitchers because they no, do. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't say that. Uh -huh. Go back. You might have to listen to the show. I said you can't. The umpires can't control where oh, the no. pitchers are. That's what I'm saying. No. So it's like if if the umpires start cracking down, like, hey, you can't throw the ball too inside. Come on, like that's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not yeah, so um, ultimately, I think this is bigger than just the pitches, though. I mean, because right now, you know, the Astros are being sued by fans and ticket holders, season ho season ticket holders. You know, obviously, people lost a lot of money, you know, as far as sports betting yep. uh, goes. So, um, I mean, this is pretty huge uh, in the sport of baseball. And, of course, you know, you're going to get sound bites from all the major sport, you know, I don't want to say icons, but all the sports figures, you know, you got LeBron, you got Mark Cuban, you got people from different sports uh, coming out and saying different things. Um, but for the big guy, the head guy to come out and say, no, come on, we're not going to take away championship. What's that really going to do? I mean, it's at least going to appease people. And that's ultimately what you would have to do in this situation is just try to appease as much as you possibly can, because. If not, it's just going to be a snowball effect of mm -hmm. we hate you. We're, we're, and then eventually it's going to be we're not coming to these games. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
I mean, I'm sure people are still gonna go, but people are still gonna I go. would be I wouldn't be surprised if ticket sales decline this season. Now, you want me to tell you the funny thing about this whole situation? I don't even know if anyone's talking about it, but we will talk about it right here on Debate Amongst Friends, watching on Anchor and all the other social media platforms that we have. But how apropos that it took a YouTuber posting about this, and that began the whole storm. Had he not do, done this and the power of the internet, of course, and you know the uh, internet justice society of the world, like had this video soundbite, this video clip, and I showed you the video before. Um, and I'm talking about John Boy, um, Jamie O'Brien. You know, definitely follow his YouTube channel, John Boy. He's also on the Yes Network as well too. He does some amazing stuff. But it began with him. So if he didn't do that. No harm, no foul. And I think that was that's I think that's part of what's wrong with baseball currently is they're not really trying to crack down on all the cheating that's going on. You know, but in this case, this was way too egregious not to, you know, take another look at it. But before all that, no one would wouldn't have cared. So shout out to John Boy for you know setting the stage up for this whole thing. Those Johns always set the stage, man. That's just what Johns oh, do. Oh boy, that's a John boy. J O M B O I. John. No. Boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I just think that ultimately, I mean, even if if he doesn't put an asterisk on this championship, obviously it's going to be one of those cultural asterisks. You know, we talk about. Um, you know, in all sports, we talk about <laughs> asterisks. So ultimately, it's one of those things that they're not going to be able to escape. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what else to really even. He, he just has to be careful because ultimately. This could implicate him into this whole thing if he's not too harsh, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the one thing he doesn't want to happen, like his lack of. Um, let's say lack of care in the let's see how do I want to put this his lack of care in the sincere like seriousness of this case you know what I mean like this is serious like this could this whole franchise could kind of crumble behind this so I just think he should have took a different approach. Uh, and I agree with you. I think it should have definitely been a totally different approach to it. But, I mean, now it's all etched in stone or, you know, recorded for the history books now. And you know, now we just have to move on. And I think I think what makes the situation worse is, you know, players like Jose Altuve – is still speaking highly of how great his team was for that year. Well, see, and that's the part that stinks because it's like it doesn't matter anymore how great the team was. It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, hey, the team was great, but if the team was so great, you know, why'd you have to cheat? You know what I mean? It's like playing a video game on easy and trading for all the best stars. It's like, yeah, you have the best team, but you're not playing any real competition because you're oh, cheating. Uh, you're cheating the system. Cheating the system. Uh, oh, 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 wow. Little allergies. Oh, allergies there. Oh, little huh? allergies there. oh goodness. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing there. Um, 
but yeah, that, that's ultimately how it is. I mean, you can't sit there and say how great, you know, hey, I'm, I'm delivering this great quality of a team. But you know what? Just to give us a little bit of edge, let's just record, you know, just, let's, let's somehow come up with a sign system. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, you know, hey, I'm a great baseball player, but you know what would put me over the edge? Some steroids. That would be like them allowing steroids. Ooh. I mean, I'm just saying. It's the same thing. I mean, a, a sign stealing incident and steroids sounds like the same offense to me, personally. So you're saying that it's the same level of it's the same thing. It still gives you a competitive. It gives you a competitive advantage. Only thing different about steroids and the sign stealing is that with steroids, it's giving an individual more, uh, I guess, athleticism, more strength. Yes. But I mean, now we're talking about sign stealing is giving a whole team, a whole team. <laughs> you know, a competitive advantage. So um, even if you weren't guilty, you're guilty by association now, and that's huge. I agree. I agree. So your, team's, your team's not good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The team's not good. You know, and again, hopefully he comes down with the right punishment. Even if they have to, you know, I hate for this to happen because I know everybody wasn't involved, but I mean, this might be one of those, hey, we might have to ban the whole team <laughs> and, and they have to get scabs out there. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to take more people uh, becoming up in arms for them to do that, but I doubt that's going to happen. I think right now what they want to do is put this underneath the rug and move on with the next season. Honestly, Man, it's not the way it should be, but unfortunately that's, how, that's exactly what's going to happen. That rug is going to be set on fire. That rug is on. And with that note, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> and we'll be yeah, back with more debate it. amongst friends right after this. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This weekend, we had the NBA All-Star 2020 weekend. Uh, where we had, of course, a number of events. Um, of course, we had the dunk contest, the three-point contest, rising stars, skills, the works uh, for all of you basketball enthusiasts. Uh, but a lot of controversy this weekend uh, surrounding the All-Star Weekend, a lot of talk about new formats. Uh, what was your takeaway from the weekend? Uh, well, a few things. Uh, first, Guards should be ashamed of themselves because a big man won <laughs> the skills challenge. Um, but I think that talks more on how the game has evolved. And, True. you know, guards are more inclined to just shoot instead of passing. And big men are more more passers, which is kind of sad when you think about it. Um, it Bam Adebayo, who is also a first-year uh, starter, uh, well, first-year um, all-star, uh, won the event. Um, taking down a Demontis Sabonis um, in the finals. Um, which Angry. was, you know, not terrible, but at the same time, it's skills challenge and be forgot. <laughs> Very true. And uh, over the last couple of seasons, it does look like Fords have been stepping up. But mm -hmm. I think that goes back to what you said about the game changing. Um, and looking at some of the participants, I mean, obviously, you know, the reigning defending champ, Jason Tatum, was in it. Um, I would have probably expected someone like uh, Gildress Alexander to probably step up. Um, maybe a Siakam. But, 
Well, you Siakam know, made it to the to the semis. So yeah, as I say, I would have expected Siakam to win it. I mean, I'm I'm kind of happy that someone like Draymond Green wasn't in there because I mean, I think he has a lot of skills, uh, and maybe he would have done a lot better. But a lot of the people on this list really aren't super pastors, um, so that's where it's kind of interesting. Um, these guys aren't really the playmaking types um, to be passing. Most of these people are kind of either drive the lane or shoot people, but that's okay because, I mean, it just really had to fill it. And this gives people an opportunity really just to be involved in the weekend. You have to you have to respect that. Absolutely. So let's get uh, to the next event, which is the Mountain Dew three-point competition. And Buddy Hill won it. Mm. Mm. Quite the surprise. Big time surprise. Um, and I know he was looking at Vladdy Divac last season, like, hey, you better pay me, son. Make sure you pay me. Um, but that's awesome. Um, and again, Joe Harris last season's winner was in it. Um, I think we were on the phone while he was shooting. Yes. And you you actually were like, Nope, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, um, so, so. Unfortunately, with these two events, like people were just like not even invested in trying to really win it. They were just there to just enjoy the All Star Weekend. Honestly, that that's kind of the vibe right. that I got while watching it. And that's what I'm thinking too, because I mean, the names on the list, although they're great, um, a lot of them aren't necessarily known for their three point shooting, with the exception of maybe a few of half of them, I'll say. And as you mentioned at the start, it's like Buddy Healed. I mean, I. I would have never imagined that he would be the guy that would come out of this list, you know, with Joe Harris, Devin Booker, um, you know, Trey Young out there. But you know what I would like to see at this point in this in this juncture, uh, and it's going to sound stupid and silly, but at this point, I would like to see a two point contest. <laughs> no one's going to win it. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard would be a five time uh, repeat champion. But I would one. Love to see a mid-range contest. But one thing they did add on to the three-point competition is they added a Mountain Dew ball, um, mm-hmm. which I believe is like another five feet away from the three-point line. Of course, you know, Steph range, because Jimmy range is, mm-hmm. is dead apparently because people forgot about that, but that's besides the point. Um, so you get, you get two chances with the Mountain Dew ball on both wings uh, pretty deep. Mm-hmm. So if you hit those, you actually get three points. So it's the same way uh, you get five racks. Uh, you get a money ball in each rack. You get to choose one rack to be your money ball rack. So it'd be uh, five uh, money balls. But then you also have the two uh, Mountain Dew balls. And of course, you know, not a lot of people are going to hit that that uh, shot, though. I, uh, that percentage is pretty low. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Mm. Like, you'd be surprised if someone made one. <laughs> Oh no, I believe you. I no believe one made you. it too. <laughs> but it's good that they tried to add a different element just to spice it up because, you know, like I said, I mean, it's the same thing every year. And, you know, I'm surprised that they, they really still do all of these contests. That's why I'm like, hey, let's do a mid range contest just to exactly. throw something else in there. Uh, maybe a game of horse or something. I would like they, to see they NBA did horse. horse. They did horse before. You know, I think. And no one liked it. They need to bring it back because. I just feel like, you know, it's getting stale. I mean, it's really more. uh, You know what? I knew when I woke up in the morning um, on Monday, yesterday, I guess 
we're recording this on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I knew when I woke up on Monday and the first thing I heard was Shaka Khan over everything, I knew the weekend wasn't good. <laughs> I knew the whole weekend wasn't good. I was like, uh-oh. All they talk about is Shaka Khan. Yikes. Yikes. And Granted, I didn't listen to that either. <laughs> no, I didn't listen to that. I, all I wanted to see was just the events. That's it. That's right. It. Um, I felt like the whole event, while it was special to see them pay tribute, became way too much. Sure. I'm sure. Like the fact that they, you know, we'll get to that in a second. The last event for Saturday night was the AT&T mm -hmm. Slam Dunk Competition. And of course, this is where mm -hmm. the controversy came. And yeah, I mean, the judging sucks. Period. <sighs> the judging sucks, and 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 here's why: not one person on that booth was in a standard competition. And and that was my thing. I, I'm wondering why they don't bring in former winners. I think winners should highlight the no. judges table no. here's the problem they judge based off of the wow factor and not so much as the technique of things i'm thinking honestly i think they also go based on the crowd's reaction of course they go off the crowd that that goes in line with the wow factor like, oh my gosh, oh, and the crowd's losing their mind too. Like, oh my gosh, oh. <laughs> Ten. The crowd doesn't know anything. No offense and then, to the crowd. And then, and then you look back at it, and it's a simple dunk. A simple East Bay. Yeah. 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 Facts. Simple East Bay, indeed. So Aaron Gordon was essentially perfect all night, except for his last. Pat Connaughton did a really good tribute to um, White Man Can't Jump. I heard. But he didn't make a pass. <laughs> and then Dwight Howard did a tribute to Kobe to try to garner sympathy points. I don't even know sure. why he was there. Why was he there? Yeah, to relive old glory and try and reclaim something then that he they did. Need to put, they need to put old Yeller in the back and take him out. <laughs> hey, don't talk about dogs, man. But, 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 the, but dogs. the back and forth, the major um, story coming out of it was the duel between Aaron Gordon and Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick Jones Jr., of course, of the Miami Heat. Which he did the same, looked like he did the same dunks over and over. He just did it differently. It became stale. And all I kept seeing was the same dunks, Doc. The same dunks. It was boring. You're right. Yes, just, Derek Jones did a very, very intricate dunk where I believe he uh, he had someone throw it off the backboard. He jumped over him and did an East Bay and dunked it. That was oh no no it was those are separate. He did he he jumped over. He had the person holding it over their head and he dunked it between the legs. And then the second one, he they had him throw it off the backboard, and he just dunked it. Like it, it it's still an East Bay. It's an East Bay. It's an East Bay. Like I mean, I like I like this the the dunk that Aaron Gordon did where you know the guy's throwing it from the side and he had to go and get it. I thought that was pretty. Like cool. he went and got it. Like he did a windmill. Right. While catching Spin. the ball all the way down and yammed it, and it was a fifty as it should have been, but like yeah, all I keep seeing is East Bay's jumping over people. East right. Bay, like now it's it's dull, like it's a dull move because we've seen it for so long. Okay, you could do an East Bay. Two claps for you. 
Show me something new. Three, three straight East Bays. Oh my gosh. And I then, mean, speaking of the judging, that was an issue because they just kept going back and back 50s. It got to the point to where they didn't have any other dunks to do. They were fresh out. Right. Like, they kept... <laughs> the people on the commentary was telling the judges to just walk away. And then some judges started to walk away. And then someone said... Uh, they, they, they said the judges were going to be the... Uh, they were just going to pick the best of the two dunks and just call it. And that didn't happen. Like, it was really, really bad. And then the final dunks <laughs> had Aaron Gordon jump over 7-6, taco right. ball, but he ducked. It doesn't matter if he ducked. It's still seven feet. It's at least 7-3. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the rim is at least eight foot high. And I'm thinking, honestly, that Taco Fall got nervous more than anything. He got nervous. I would duck my head, too, if someone was trying to jump over me. Right. I mean, that's why you turned away, you know. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. he almost caught him with a little, uh, you know, a little hard action, a little bucket <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He almost caught him with, a, you know, a few moves, but. But the fact, um, that, the fact that he was able to leap over him and dunk it, and he only got like a 46. Honestly, I think Dwayne Wade kind of shouldn't have been it's, in this because he's a little, it's, little biased, it's a little conflict so, of interest. There. There was so much wrong with it, like, and this a little is conflict why, of interest. Well, it, and it's not just that. Like, I just felt like the entire judges panel were just, just bad. It's like, a little conflict of interest bad. there, though. Yeah, like, it's definitely, definitely a conflict. It's a lot of conflict of interest. Not yeah, even just D Wade. Yeah. It was a lot of conflict of interest. Yeah, so honestly, I think it's just one of those things where NBA slam dunk champions should judge slam dunk champions. I agree. I agree. Or or get professional slam dunkers and have them judge it. I'd rather see that. You want me to tell you why? Because there'll be a lot more. Like the the dunk competition was way better when you had people really judge them. Technique, flashiness, power. Yeah, I think once um, once Jones did the third East Bay, I thought they should have been starting to give him eight. They should have started taking him down, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Um, but hey, I mean, what the heck? But of yeah, course, the aftermath of that is Aaron Gordon has retired from the standard competition. I don't blame yeah. him because it's not worth it to uh, do any of these competitions yeah, yeah. anymore. Absolutely not. It's not. Um, but the headline here, of course, the NBA All-Star Game itself, which was Sunday. Wait, that was uh, a headline? Team, uh, well, obviously, Shaka Khan was the headline. Um, but what was supposed to be the headline was the All-Star Thriller. In Manila? Team Le- No, no. In, in Chicago. <laughs> um, <laughs> team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Um in which there were a lot of shots taken. I, I heard yesterday, I, I know, snooze fest. Uh, Gianna said, we, you know, when we needed points, we tried to go after whoever James Harden was guarding, um, which I thought was pretty hilarious. But, that was pretty funny, um, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, it 
I mean, it couldn't have worked that well. Um, but what did you think about the new format? That's my answer. Just silence. Because that's exactly how I felt watching this game. Just silence. I didn't like the target score thing. I thought that was pretty stupid. Well, so for those that don't know, um, each quarter, if you win that quarter, like it's essentially a scoring system within a scoring system. So if you mm-hmm. if you have the most points score for that quarter, you win that quarter. And then so right. on and so forth. Uh, so let's say the um, team LeBron won three quarters. Well, they're not going to play a fourth quarter because it doesn't matter because the game's over, right? Um, you know. But of course, you know they were essentially tied based off of points heading into the four. It was so, it was stupid. It was stupid. It I can't even I can't even talk about this doc. Like it was people just, loved it. I mean, people really loved it because the last couple of years were just running up and down. Just throwing threes right. up from 35 feet. <laughs> no defense, no nothing. No Even though 157 points is a lot of points. It's still way too many points. Way too many points. Way too and that's many why points. That's, honestly, I think it's time to just, you know, just let the young guys play. Um, at this point, we just need to let young guys play. Uh, maybe a D-League All-Star. I don't know. <laughs> we just well, need to they, they do have an all star game. They they do have an all star game. We we need to highlight that because at least we'll get a chance to see some hungry players who are trying to make here's, a name Here's what I'm proposing, and and I think this might be fun. And and I kind of uh, hinted this with the dunk competition for judging. Like, let's get streetball players to face off against these professional athletes. Like, I would love to see that. Like like mm. those those who are out there like in Rucker Park just grinding the best of the best against the best of the best of the NBA. And let's see who's better. Bragging rights. Like that's true bragging rights. You know, and I'm and I'm yeah. thinking of like like the dream team when they faced off against the college all-stars. You know, you remember that game? The game that no I one do. wanted to record. I do. I just don't know if I mean I I don't know the street ball scene anymore. I don't know if well, it would get people reacquainted with it because back in the early 2000s, we were all over M1. We Everyone were, was all over M1. I don't think they're playing like that no more. But they don't play like that. But they're not getting covered as much anymore either because ESPN used to cover nah. them, you know, like the plague. I don't think people are playing like that. People are probably still at the Rucker, but I don't think, like, there are no, I don't think there are hot sauces. I think the only person no. I still see out there, maybe, um, the professor, like some well, of those guys are still out there. The professor is honestly, he's doing more like YouTube stuff and um lectures. That that's what he does now. He doesn't he he still plays, but he doesn't play on that type of level anymore. Like, yeah, he'll do a few pickup games and whatnot, and he'll do like a that's documentary saying, series yeah. or something like that, but, but no nobody's out there. But that's like, what I'm saying. But like, but like, it'll be like, like let's 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 relight we relight this flame. Though, because basketball is getting boring, because all everyone mm-hmm. wants to do is shoot like Steph Curry, play like uh, James Harden. No offense to you, none. Take okay, it. you know, or just dump the ball. Like, where's the I skills? Mean, James, Where, where's James where's teamwork now? Well, obviously, there's the team. Like teamwork's 
died a long time ago. I mean, it's Since, all about ISO ball. It's been a bit. It's been ISO ball for a long time. I mean, which is why my favorite NBA uh, champion from the past decade was 2014's San Antonio Spurs. Hey, hey, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I mean, I could go in. I could. I could talk about that for hours, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) I I really. I mean, I really enjoyed the Pistons. I mean, honestly, um, but for the last decade. I mean, period. The, the Pistons oh, oh, run I was, was like, awesome. I was, I was just about the 2010s. Like, no, I mean, no, no. I'm I mean, talking we, about we, Pistons in general. I mean, perhaps that could be a top five dead or alive. <laughs> That's possible. That's you definitely know, top, possible. Top but... NBA champions of the past uh, uh, 40 years or something like that. I mean, it's just a lot. And to me, honestly, I would rather see the D-League All-Star game. Uh, maybe the D-League All-Stars versus the Rising Stars. Maybe something like that. That way we can get young guys in there. We don't need these veterans in here taking all this time. I just think that it's just time to, to sit them down and let's oh see some. Gosh. Let's see who got. Hey, you know what? Let's see who got next. You know what I mean? Yes. Who got next? Well, heck, That's that would be even more fun. Like, let's do a three on three. <laughs> Round Robin, who got next? <laughs> Who's got next? Like, 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 let's take it back to A-Court real quick. <laughs> nah, not A-Court. Birds, birds laughing in the works. No, that was a different court. <laughs> it was not A-Court, though. I just wanted to throw them all together. I think that I was B or C court. <laughs> I don't remember what court that was. I don't think that was I the same park. I think that was. I, I think it was. I think it was like we were in like C or something. It, it was kind of ridiculous though. I thought it was. Was it the one next to the fountain? It was somewhere. You know, it doesn't matter. It, it's yeah, just not right. the time or place for us to be talking about trying to relive the old days. We're talking about the All-Star. That's how bad it was, folks, that we're now talking about the old days for us. Yeah. Um, but so we can take a fix quick, it, please. Please. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back right after this. And we're back. And now that the NBA All-Star break is officially over, Bleach Report has released its new power ranking. Going over the top 10 here, some teams have stayed exactly where they were previously. Um, but looking at it here, number one, we have the Milwaukee Bucks. Any Fair or foul with that one? That's surprising. Really? More because they was on the jocks of the Lakers for so long. That they always had a number one, so that's surprising. So you, you're you're happy that the Bucks are at number one. I'm indifferent. Indifferent. Well, how do you feel about the Lakers being number two? Also indifferent. I feel like they only put the Lakers at number two because they didn't do anything in the trade uh, deadline. Honestly, I would put them at probably a little lower, only because they're struggling to find their identity. And as you've mentioned several times, it's it's pretty sad that there there's always a rumor of signings and things like that in the pipeline. Um, it gets kind of old, uh, especially for a team to be number two and still need assistance. It's pretty crazy. 
continue to be number one. And please continue, sir. <laughs> Continuing. Uh, number three, the defending champs, the Toronto Raptors. I feel like they didn't get enough credit all throughout the whole first half of the season. I'm actually happy that they got up this high because no one cared about them. No one cared about them at all. They people people kept saying that they were going to become a lottery team, and they're shutting people up. So I'm really happy about that. Which is kind of ridiculous because even before Kawhi got there, they weren't a lottery team, and that's why even it's kind when Kawhi of, was I'm, there, he wasn't playing the games. They had over five hundred yeah. record. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, number four, the Boston Celtics. Last week, number five, but this guy they've moved up to number four. Uh I think the Celtics, when healthy, are definitely top three in the East. Um, I think the addition of Kemba was a blessing more than a curse. Mm -hmm. And, of course, getting rid of uh, Terry Rozier um, definitely helped out as far as morale. Of course, the Kyrie situation, we already talked about that. But um, Jason Tatum is looking to become, you know, top 10 league. Uh, I I foresee him becoming that next year. And so, possibly yeah. one of the best, and possibly one of the better Duke players to come out of Duke in the NBA. That's not uh, untrue. So far, that, I mean, he's looking really good. Um, now, as far as them getting rid of Rozier, which is really sad because I mean he was really, really talented in Boston. It's just things just didn't work out for him. It didn't him. work out, and he also, when he got onto ESPN and just started airing, like, right? You just you don't. <laughs> Do that. You can't. You can't do that. Like it's it's one of those situations where like you're sitting there, and you're watching someone just dig his own grave, and you're like, no, oh, don't do it. No. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, all all, all um, I can think about week... is the scene from a uh, Legend of Drunken Masters, and uh, Jackie uh-huh. Chan's mother's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but last week's number five team, or last week's number four team, excuse me, number five this week, the Denver Nuggets. I know you were high on them for a while. They weren't getting the love. Um, and I still think they're not getting enough love. I know they had a few injuries. Um, I mean, they're still being it. I'm not too concerned about that. They're 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 okay with where they are. Um, and I think they flip flop the Celtics because they won like the last few games before the All Star break too. Exactly. Uh, the number six team on the rise, my Houston Rockets. I feel like um, they definitely improved. Um, they're going to help revolutionize the game going forward as well, too. Uh, whether it's for good or for bad, we, we have to wait and see. Right. Um, and also right. what they did in the buyer's market, which, of course, you'll talk about in a little bit. Without question. Uh, number seven, moving up from number 10, the Utah Jazz, always in the discussion of a uh, That's an, team. another team that got zero love whatsoever. Um, you know, Spider is bowling out this year. And, of course, um, their big man is, uh, I mean, they're, they're doing work. But, once again, this is this always goes back to the amount of coverage the small small market teams are getting. And how much they're covering, you know, those four teams that I keep talking about. Um, and you missed the opportunity to learn about a Utah Jazz team or the Toronto Raptors team who's the running defending NBA champions. 
So, Without I mean, question. this is more on the media and how they just suffocate themselves to creaming Uh-oh. stuff. Let's go to the next there. one. Oh, my God. I can't believe you paused there. <laughs> next, the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm okay with where they are because they're a team who doesn't care about I feel like this is a team that can make it into the players at number six and win a championship. But I feel like the second half of the season, as they get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to play more together, and you know they really, um, you know, hammer down what they need to do. And I see they also did a signing uh, from the buyout market as well too that Doc will talk about. Correct. But. I mean, this is a team that's going to definitely step it up towards the second half of the year. I could see them becoming a top five team in the rankings by the end, by the I, end of this season. I wouldn't be surprised if they're jockeying for position to try somehow to play against the Lakers in the first round. <laughs> I feel like that would become so apropos that they just it would be risky. them in the first round. I feel like... I feel like they want to take the attention away from the Lakers, so they want to get rid of them. If they do that, Doc, oh, A, God. I'm going to give you $20. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. And B, after they lose to the Clippers, I don't want to hear a dang thing about the Lakers the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. At all. You know we're going to get or, the uh... Or at Professor John A. Gotti will be on Twitter getting on every single analyst who's talking about the Lakers after they lose. But you know we're going to get playoff LeBron. We're going to get playoff Rondo. We're we're going to get playoff Anthony Davis. Oh, God. Doc, Doc, we love clickbaiting, but we're not going to do that clickbaiting. (laughs) Let's go to the next one. (laughs) Falling from number seven, we have the number nine team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, big surprise team this year. Um, huge. Chris Paul playing. Huge. Chris Paul is playing like the villainous Chris Paul back in Houston before they said that he was too old. I don't think anybody ever said that. Come People on. Were, that's it, it that's clickbait. No, that's no, clickbait. No, it Come was, on. It was stupid analysts. It, I didn't say it was smart people who said that. I just said people said that. Oh that's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, Shout but out the to number Chris 10 Oh, God. I went there. Oh, I went there. uh, I'm going to skip past it. The number (laughs) 10 team falling from number nine, the Miami Heat. Uh, Another surprise team. Um, Big kudos. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, as much people don't like, and we talked about how, you know, players and teams don't like his attitude. He produced results. And I think him being in Miami, A, with all the injuries they had to all their veterans, um, including you know your boy Dion Waiters, who's no longer there, right. he he set the standard for these young players, and they have stepped up. And I'm very very happy for them to have the record that they have right now. And they're going to be that team to watch out for in the East, and I'm happy about that. I'm not going to say I'm rooting for them in the East. But I'm happy to see that they're becoming much more prominent, and it's not because of, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a ten, the top 10 teams. The one team that I'm actually very, very impressed with, that number 11 here, the Memphis Grizzlies, really playing well at number 11. 
And I can see uh, them being the huge. number eleven team. That's fine. Um, they're they're that's still awesome. hanging on to that number eight uh, seed right now. Um, John Morant's been balling. They have some. They got some soldiers on that team. They really do. They got some Iguodala. legitimate. They had to get rid of Iguodala. Yeah, they had to, they had to get rid of Iggy. I mean, that was the main. I mean, they had to get rid of it. They I mean, I mean, that. who 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 would have thought? Because people kept talking about Iggy being, you know, such a great player, and you know, he could definitely tip the skills for whatever team, and blah blah blah. And he turned into a cancer with that team because he didn't want to play there. And instead of Iggy's him just being quiet or the media being quiet, that's all they talked about with that team. Iggy the goat. Iggy the no oh. Let's let's go to the playoff markets. I almost do it for the a little bit right so there. So speaking of jockeying, <laughs> speaking of jockeying for position, uh, teams at this point are starting to drop players from their team, wave players, buyout players. Uh, just a few names that I, I came across that I found was you know, were interesting. Uh, and I wanted to get your take on it. The Clippers. Uh, obviously trying to bolster their ro- their roster. Uh, but I'm more surprised by the Pistons buying out Reggie Jackson. Um, I think it's, it, it was more because of a contract issue. Um, he's going to expect more money. Um, he feels like that I don't, he's... I don't, I don't see him. I don't see him getting more money. And I don't see it either. But since he's been there for so long, he's going to expect that. So I'm okay with them doing that. But their loss is the Clippers' gain. Uh, I, definitely their guard play has been part of one little piece of their struggles. Um, him playing alongside with Lou Will um, in the second unit could definitely be very beneficial for them, uh, especially as they head into those dog fights. Uh, Vince Jackson can still ball. Um, I don't think he's going to be as high of a volume shooter, but he can still play some pretty good defense as well too. So I'm actually pretty okay with that. So just so that I uh, I can tell you right now how I know he's not giving you more money right now Reggie Jackson's salary was eighteen million yeah I, I don't oh, think yeah. Yeah. he's he's not getting any more money uh it's it's gonna start to trickle down very very unfortunate but it's gonna happen yeah um obviously you mentioned Dion Waiters who was waived by the Grizzlies um of course there was rumors that he would be signing with the league. I don't I know how you feel about that. You know, uh, real quickly, folks. So if if we made a drinking game for every single time someone in the media talk about the Lakers, Doc and I will both die of alcohol poisoning. Like it's that bad. Like it is that bad. I need to get that in the air I mean, right now. And Doc, you you I'm pretty sure you agree with me with that. Like we would die of alcohol poisoning if that's the case. They have talked about them so much. That I'm it has it has legitimately hurt the desire to love the the NBA and not just us as you know debaters amongst friends, but <laughs> diehard NBA fans because that's all they're hearing from the media. Well, as someone who wants everybody to come to his team, I I, I get what you're saying. I, but you don't I sit wish there and it, talk about I, it every single week. <laughs> I think it's just the fact that the media talks about it. And a lot of times, you know, it it never makes sense to me. You know, it never makes sense. Um, But it is what it is. Um, So looking at the other players that got waived (laughs) or bought out today, um, 
Trey Burke, who played for the Knicks a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. uh, who I thought he was playing very well for the Knicks. He was playing very uh, well. He was, just, he was actually just waived by the Sixers, who, of course, he was a part of the trade. The Sixers um, is a cluster the, by themselves. And they're not in the top 10. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but they're barely making it in the top 15. On They on shouldn't even report. be in the top 15, honestly. They're struggling mightily. Um, another surprise buyout that I or wave that I was actually uh, kind of shot by, uh, Phoenix deciding to waive Tyler Johnson, uh, who, you know, was a, a pretty good shooter last couple of years. Um, and I, I would I would think that they would want to keep as many shooters around Devin Booker as possible. Um, but then waving him uh, kind of had me scratch my head a little bit. It definitely scratches my head. Um, I want to say that he still is on his rookie contract. Is he? No, I think he's no, no, no. He got uh, he had, no, got no. He, he got he got an extension. That's what it was. So I think it was just no, it trying the, to not the Bulls. It was the Heat. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tyler Johnson um, with the Suns. No, no, no. I was saying he got the extension with the Heat. Oh, yes. Uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yes. And so he's making $19 million. So they, yeah. So it's cost saving measures then. Hopefully. Um, of so course. See, the I Suns the, is his own yeah. cluster, cluster of an organization yeah. anyway, too. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're pretty rough. I mean, the last two, of course, um, Houston picking up Jeff Green, I thought was pretty, was pretty nice. You know, give us a little bit more depth at the forward position. And, um, the Spurs buying out Damari Carroll, uh, and of course they're saying rep- reportedly, allegedly, uh, that he'll be signing with Houston as well. I uh, like both moves for the Rockets. Um, Damari Rocket Carroll, team. who definitely can play some center, um, you know, right, he's, he's exactly. one of the, another one of those utility um, knives type of players who could play all five positions. Um, Swiss, and right. I mean, Jeff Green. I hate to say this, Jeff Green has been one of the biggest hmm. disappointments as far as NBA careers that we've seen in recent history. Like he is hmm. really, really, he is really, really good. Doc, you could back me up on that. But, He's resilient too. But he just, it just doesn't work. Like this is, I, like he, he, I think he never goes is, away though. He never goes away, but he doesn't do anything impactful. Uh, it depends because I think in his, in the beginning of his career, obviously you know, he was playing on a subpar team. He has the the injury, of course, that set him back a little bit. Um, and he's been trying to battle back. I mean, he's 33 years old. Actually, we share the same birthday, which is pretty crazy. Um, he's 33 years old. He's a journeyman at this point. Um, this he is still his 19th. Knock- yeah, he, he's, he can still knock down the three. I think he can still compete. Um, it's crazy with the Rockets, though, because you just never know – who Mike D'Antoni is going to play yes. uh, at a given or a given day? So hopefully he can crack the the rotation because it, it gets kind of kind of tough. But uh, he's been playing subpar, you know, last couple seasons. Hopefully he can come in and give us, you know, a, a big body that can rebound and play defense. I hope and, so. Uh, I, I, I hope you don't get the underwhelming Jeff Green, honestly. That's just my opinion. And the good thing is, is that um, I believe he's played briefly with Russell Westbrook. So that could be a reason why they brought him in. Um, But again, we need the size. We need the athleticism. So, I mean, we'll take it. I think it, I think with him, you think about it, him, Carol and Covington, 
I mean, those are three guys that you put them on the floor at the same time, you know, six, seven to six, nine, those guys can kind of be interchangeable. They can all hit the three. They all play pretty solid defense. I think that'll be pretty solid. Um, yeah, I think I, I would like that actually. It'd be actually really, really nice to see, but I doubt Mike D'Antoni does it no, uh, according no, to my plan. That's not going to happen. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, other than that, I mean, we'll be right back with some more Debate Amongst Friends. And we're back, and this upcoming weekend, we have the rematch of Deontay to this day, Wilder. To this day. Versus Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury. This Saturday Excited. evening, I'm pretty hyped about it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, people are talking about who the winner will face. They're talking about you know them possibly face off against Joshua. I think that storyline is dead. <laughs> In the water, I can't believe we're, I can't believe we're jumping past this fight already. Like that's people so are already weird. jumping past the fight already. Like I have been looking forward to this rematch for since the first match because uh, I really thought, despite the decision, despite the fact that mm-hmm. I thought that Fury won the fight Fury based won. off of the the stats, I remember. Um, I really heavily enjoyed the fight though, uh, for we from beginning to end. Uh, this was exactly what we wanted for a heavyweight fight. Uh, for the first fight. And heading into this next one, I'm expecting something similar, uh, but more. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, it's going to be worth the money. It's going to be way better than Mayweather versus uh, McGregor. I'll tell you that right now. It better be. Um, well, Fury's already said that he's going to try and knock Wilder out, which obviously we talked about a couple weeks ago with UFC and how, you know, to overcome the judge's decision, you really have to knock, knock out the champion. Just knock yeah, I mean, that's just ultimately what it is. Um, but, you know, I think it's going to be a better fight. I don't know if it's going to go the distance um, in either direction. I don't know if it's going to go the distance. I think one of them will knock the other out. I just don't know for sure which one is going to be that guy. Um, I, I'm not sure. Ah. Uh... I mean, do you want to talk predictions? Because we can. Honestly, I, I I couldn't even come up with one. Honestly, and this is the first time ever in the history, the four seasons we've been doing this, that I can honestly say I I wouldn't be surprised if it it was like a draw or something. I feel like the I feel like it shouldn't become a draw. I feel like if it needs to be a decision, then. You know, let it be a decision, but I feel like doing a draw for a second straight uh, title fight like this would be bad for business uh, entirely. Um, That's the heavyweight division. That's just the way the heavyweight division is. I just feel like it's lacking, and they they have to, unfortunately, for eighty dollars, they have to milk this for all it's worth. I feel I I can understand your stance, but I feel you like you better understand my stance. You better understand my stance. I feel like if you try to milk it, as you so eloquently stated, the milk could go dry. And no one's going to want to watch this fight again. I mean, 
listen, if we're saying that people are going to go back and watch the Astros after they were cheating, I think that people will go back and watch Wilder Fury 3. I feel like people would go back to watch the Astros to see who's going to bean a player in the head <laughs> before actually gonna... being legitimately interested in seeing how they'll play. It's not going to happen. Nobody's going <laughs> to get beamed exactly in the head. Nobody's getting beamed. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Like I, a, I don't believe it. A team's going to start their like fourth, <laughs> their their fourth pitcher <laughs> just just so he could bean the person <laughs> in the head. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that would be pretty hilarious. I, I can't lie, um, but uh, that, that's I, a guy. I, I don't know. Right but I mean, if I'm gonna put a prediction down, and and, and we'll come back to you, Doc. Um, I think this will become a knockout. Someone will get knocked out, and the person who's yeah. gonna get knocked out, the Gypsy King, will get knocked out. You think he's gonna get knocked? I out? I think the Gypsy King will get knocked out, and yeah. I feel like. This will lead to a third match. No, I think this is it. I feel like this might be a I mean, match. unless I think unless unless you're unless unless Fury wins, if Fury wins, there'll be a third fight. If Wilder wins, this is it. Well, here's the thing. So this is why I'm saying this could be a third fight. Wilder's gonna get knocked down again. And he's gonna barely beat the count. You mean you mean Fury or no? No, yo, 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 yo. You'll see what I'm talking. I'm doing. I'm doing the wrestling storyline stuff over here. Wilder's gonna get knocked out, out again. He's gonna get knocked again. down. I said knocked down, knocked down, uh, knocked down. You said again. That's why you threw me off. Well, he did get knocked down in the first match. I said knocked down, not knocked out. And he's gonna barely beat the ten count. And the very next round, he's going to knock out. Fury, knock out KO. Yeah, and I don't actually even, I don't and, even remember Wilder getting and, knocked down. Honestly, yeah, he got knocked out. Hmm. He got knocked out. Um, Fury got knocked down twice, hmm. whereas Wilder got knocked down once, I believe, in the tenth. Gotcha. Which ultimately, people were saying that made it into a draw. Um. But well, I'm not going to go there. But Wilder's going to knock out Fury. And in the post-fight, Wilder's going to feel like um, Fury has came with his best and he barely survived, but he wants one more to really ride home that he is the best, undisputed, pound-for-pound, pound, heavyweight boxer on the planet. And he's going to challenge him. Because... Anthony Joshua, sorry, sorry, it just, it just can't happen. They they should have did it. He kept ducking. It's not gonna happen. There's gonna be a third fight. I don't see it happening. Um, but I mean, if, if that's your prediction, I'm really just I, I honestly don't remember Fury knocking down Wilder. I'm being honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it I, I remember Wilder knocking down Fury in the later rounds, uh, but. I don't remember Fury knocking down Wilder. Um, but I believe you. <laughs> um, if you say it happened. Yeah, I believe that happened. I, I believe you're incorrect, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, but 
Honestly, I, I, I mean, if I had to say anything, I, I think it's going to be – I feel like it would be another draw, especially if we get the same fight that we just got last time. Um, if, if we get the same fight we got last time and Fury goes down twice, I think they're going to give the fight to Wilder. They're not yeah, going to do this. They're not going to do it twice, no. Yeah, that part, if they do. But if we get the same fight and there's no knockdowns, it's going to be a draw. It's, it was pretty stupid. It wasn't as really as many hits as we would have liked it to be. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Wilder. I'll just go with Wilder just to make things clear. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just go with that. Um, yeah. That's too funny. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'll just go with Wilder. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like he's going to win, but you know, with the Gypsy King, you just never know. You just never know. Um, I mean, and, he beat Braun Strowman. You know I did not mean that seriously. You know I, I'm not saying that seriously. You know yeah. I'm saying that sarcastically. I know you did. Oh, my God. Um, which, oh, my goodness. I can't believe you went there. But, I mean, ultimately, it's, it should be a good fight. Um, I'm hoping that it good as advertised mm-hmm. and it gives me what I look for in the UFC and we talked about the UFC you know continuously over the last couple of weeks you know especially with the last fight um, in which we talked about it going the distance and you know Jones getting the victory even though we thought you know right the other guy won you know Jones being the money maker of the two and this is what i'm saying if it goes down to it wilder wins because he's the money maker of the two i can see that okay i i can concede to that point yeah yeah so but that'll be it it should be a good tune fight. In though, folks uh, it's this saturday on your uh on pay-per-view uh make sure you check to see how it is i believe it's uh is it hbo or showtime um sponsoring this one I want to say it's HBO. It doesn't matter, folks. Check it out this Saturday. Just search it on Google, and it should be a good fight. And we'll definitely recap it for you next week. We're going to be right back after uh, these uh, messages. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of every show, we like to do what's called the two-minute drill, where we go over stories and headlines that didn't make the show. Jets guard Kyrie Irving was voted vice president of the Players Union. Prof? Tom Thibodeau wants to be the next head coach for the New York Knickerbockers. Doc? Former Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson decided to sign a deal, one-year deal, with the Seattle Seahawks over the Buffalo Bills. Prof? And four... First time ballots are entering the NBA, well, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Those people are Tamika Ketchins, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, the late Kobe Bryant, and also heading into the Hall of Fame, Doc's coach, Rudy Tomjanovich. I'm in Rudy T. Rudy T. And Coach John Beeline of the Cleveland Cavaliers allegedly is in talks with parting ways with the Cavs. Um, actually, 
regretting his decision to take the leap for the NBA. Um, allegedly, the news is going to be coming out this week, or at least before this week's over. Uh, hopefully, Coach can get back into college basketball next season. And that is all we have for you today's show. Uh, we look forward to coming back next week for the fight review and all of the other news. And I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Debate Amongst Friends. Give us a follow on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also listen to all of our Debate Amongst Friends podcasts here on Anchor, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. And like we always say, goodbye, and to all, a good night. L-E-S-G. Peace, Yay!